Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me as always is... Hello. What's going on, guys? It's Lee Kimbrell. How you doing, Nasty Boys and girls out there across the whole wide world? Oh, what the hell? Fucked on the applause. Oh, my God. I didn't have it turned up. Are you ready now? How you doing? How you doing? cranked up oh oh they're peter pattering out they're good though peter and pattern i like the cadence that you hit that with you hit uh afternoon evening a little quicker yeah i was rolling today good morning afternoon, afternoon evening whenever the fuck yeah man that mash was good. them together that was a good read mashing them dude just mashing jenny's that's I'm all you can do trying to get it to stick mashing jenny's you've been trying to get that to stick for a minute <laughs> i've been trying to get it to stick now for a full two months but it, you've been saying Mash and Jenny's way longer than that. Way longer. You're just trying to create some sort of cultural phenomenon with it now. Exactly. I felt like I could go from I from like just us a normal convo to now putting it into a bit. Mash and, and Jenny's. And then now it's just like the you know do the, the thing and everyone looks at me confused. I'm like, come on, it's my thing for fucking. Let's get it to click so I can start putting on T-shirts and selling it. Mash and Jenny's. At Max on Monday, I got them to chant it. Mashing Jennies? Yeah, I've got it on film. I need to post that clip. That's fun. Yeah, it's super fucking fun. The goddamn Wild West of Max and Clifton. <laughs> the fucking patio knife fight. It really is a full-blown knife fight. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with a knife fight sometimes. You just got to be ready for it. Oh, it's fun. The thing with a knife fight is you get them really excited, and then they tire out, and then they just put their knives away, and then just shut the fuck up, and then... There's no less. There's no energy. None, because you you quelled it from them. Yeah, exactly. Unless you pull your knife back out, they're like, ah! Yeah, that's what it's about. You got to pull that knife back out, jab them at them, and yeah. then when they pull their knives, you'll be like, eh, no, nope. no knives. Nope. Just give me knife energy. Just sleep on it. Yeah, exactly. Just take a nap, man. Yeah, but it's also weird when you like do that knife energy, and then you like back off and trying to get them in your own. Oh, yeah. That's just you can do that if you have I feel like if if you you have an extended amount of time like when you're you're training them. Yeah. If you have like 45 then you can get them there. 15? Mm-mm. Yeah, man. It's true. Riding that wave like going in there and injecting yourself into the energy of the room. Because I mean that's what it is about mostly, right? But also you have to be in control of the energy of the room. Right. So you can go in there, and if like that, if that room has some certain vibe, you go in there, meet them, yeah. and then the trick is just taking them with you. Right, tricking them into being with you. And so often you can't, and you just kind of do have to ride the wave the whole time, and mm-hmm. if that's what it is, then that's what it is. That was your For set sure. that night. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah, Not you every- go in there. I went in there, and I mean, I've had... I did a show at Max that it's an open mic, but I did a spot at Max where I thought someone was going to like run at me on stage (laughs) 
crazy thing is, I did see someone get ran at on stage. I've seen it there too. It was fucking insane. Yeah, man, I, I'm here for it. Guy flipped, took his shirt off, flipped a table. Yeah, shit's crazy, dude. I had such a good one on that guy though. Oh, you saw yeah? my story, yeah, and you saw that, that he and I said Smokey Robinson's wild in 2021. Yeah, he's going wild. So I went in there and I was like, "You got fucking Smokey Robinson going all buck wild out here, flipping tables." And people laughed. And then I was just like, "Yeah, man, uh, tears from a clown are supposed to come from up here, not out there." Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because we're clowns. Yeah, because that's what we are that's no, funny that's a Smokey robinson song oh i knew the connection but okay. i'm saying like tears from a clown we are clown like i, I okay. got it all i tied it all together i appreciate that because some people looked at me like i was an idiot i'm like sorry i know my Smokey robinson yeah sorry about that yeah the host is this kid named q and he's got he's really wild he's he was not there no he wasn't there last monday but he normally is and he's just loud and funny and he's got dreads and he's this wild dude and i went up he brought me up on stage one time and i was like give it up for keenan and kel (laughs) (laughs) just the same two people at once man that's what makes a good burger that hell yeah ooh, a burger Uh, i just had a couple turkey burgers today oh i fuck with a turkey burger turkey burgers are good turkey turkey burger no bun i mean don't get it twisted i'm a little hamburger boy of course but if we got frozen turkey burgers in the fridge or yeah. in the freezer, they're getting eight. Now, do you immediately just fucking throw them into the skillet frozen and then just let them cook no, through? No, I put them in the fridge overnight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I do, when I do have like those JTMs, which just is like the very hockey pucks. Rare, yeah. They're good. Just fire them right in there, then they cook even faster than if they were. Because um, they're filled with water. All that water's in there getting hot, <laughs> steaming it up, man. It's oh, true. yeah. Ah, oh, dude, all this meat's getting me excited for the middle portion of the podcast. <laughs> me too. But it's the beginning portion of the podcast, and we're here because of sports drink, and we're doing some reads, baby. We gotta do them. We're doing some reads. You like this podcast? It's about baseball. There are a million podcasts out there. You guys know that. You got sports, culture, takes. Take Line has it all. Take Line is a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion, no relation, and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. That's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and world of sports and culture. Each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Follow now to hear Take Line every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts. Take Line. One word, Take Line. It's not all podcasts. All sorts of media out there. That's right. Uh, you got video. You got audio. You got all this. Uh, take a take a shot at locker room. Take a take a world. Locker room's a pretty cool thing, man. It's uh, live. It's audio only, so you're only hearing these sweet, dulcet, melodic tones. And mm. it's a sports talk platform. You download it. It's free to download. It's free to use. You can talk to us. You can talk to other fans, athletes, insiders, all sport, all all things sports. People just get on there to talk about sports. It's a cool thing. You can watch uh, you watch games together, uh, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news, all that shit. You just get on there and you share your own experience on the app. It's cool. Like I said, it's free to download. It's audio only. Uh, there's sports fans, all sorts of people on there. Uh, so just go and download it. All you got to do is download the Locker Room app. 
It's free in the iOS app store. You cre- you create a profile, you link your Twitter, and you join the league. It's pretty easy, man. You go ahead and follow us at the new Nasty Boys to be notified when our room goes live, and we'll be going live on Locker Room in the near future, baby. Hey, yeah, we are. We will be in the very near future. Thank you, Locker Room. Appreciate it. Yeah, very cool thing. Little rocker Locker Room talk. Yeah. Man. Speaking of Locker Room talk, Tony Hinchcliffe, huh? Yowza. <laughs> we got, I mean, you can't not bring it up. Yeah, man. What a bad look. Uh, hey, man, don't say slurs on stage. Yeah, it's That's crazy. a great start. Yeah, it's crazy. And we have both agreed he's probably still going to be fine. Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. Because um, he's a dirtbag. Yeah, it, it it is quite unfortunate. And we've talked about this before. Like, I am... I will. I am so rarely on the side of the people taking a comic down. Agree for what they say on stage. Same boat. Jokes are jokes. Mm-hmm. You can joke about some pretty divisive things that'll make people upset. Yes. What he said did not. It th- there was no good spirit behind it. No, and if you don't know, he went on. There is an an, an Asian fella opening up for him, and uh, and the Asian fella introduced him, and then he went on and. <laughs> And said a slur that rhymes with sink. Yes. And it that's not a cool move. It's not a cool move at all. No. Not, no, it's not. Not one bit. And the thing that was the funniest part of the video was that it bombed. Hard. He went up there and thought he was going to be some edgelord guy and, <laughs> and fucking, you know... And it just bombed, and it's be- and I've said this a million fucking times because we, we both, and then uh, my favorite comedians talk about some shit. Make right. it toe that fucking line, right? Make it uncomfortable. Be on the right side of it, but like, you know, take a fucking shot. Right. Take a shot. I've said it so many times, man. Like real people will try to cancel somebody for being hateful. That's hate speech, right? 90% of the time, it's not true. Hate speech always bombs. 100% and, of the and, time. And, 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 like, it just bombs. If mm-hmm. you go up there, Hinchcliffe bombed. It wasn't clever. It wasn't anything. No. It, if it was... Yeah, man. The slur is ugly. Just the tone of it all. The accent. Yeah, the accent. And, and see, I'm even... I'd go so far as to be like, I'm pro-accent. I don't. Sure. I don't even. I don't throw it in my act. Some people do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do it in 2021, it it people are like, "Holy shit, man! This guy's crazy." But right. every classic special ever has a dude doing some sort of accent. Yes, you know, and it's like that's where do you draw the line? Because it is. It's just very commonplace to go up and just be like, and then I went, I did a show in Tennessee and I walk in and this guy's like, what's up there, buckaroo? How you doing there, pal? And it's funny. Right. But, it, but if you go out there and you're like, oh, it'd be Rough. Asian or whatever. Right. I mean, it's, it's about context. It's about presentation and intent. Yep. And his intent was to be mean. It was exactly, which is which is his wheelhouse. Right. He has built a brand on being mean, which is also why, you know, I've never been a huge fan. Exactly, bro. Like, I mean, the whole point. Exactly. The thing that I have disliked him for, even before, well before this, and I've been outspoken about it, is Kill Tony, which is the fact that he, in turn, can give people opportunities that wouldn't normally have them. But 95% of the time, he's bringing people on stage to shame them. Right. And to uh, to dress them down. You, and, and, you yeah. make, and he makes money off of that. You nailed it, man. 
I've never been a fan of him. And it does it boils down to that, man. Yeah. He seems like a little prick. Yeah, he's a schmuck. Yeah, mean mean isn't cool. Mean loses every time. And you and there are comics out there who you might characterize as mean, but sure. they're not. No, Louis Black isn't mean. He is a cuddle. He's a he's a he's a teddy bear. If you were if you didn't know who he was and you watched five minutes of his act, and you were you know wanting to get offended, it'd be very easy to be like that guy's a fucking psychopath. Of course, he's very mean, but yeah. he's not. No, but like his Hinchcliffe's brand is just like being a smarmy little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, he put his Netflix special out, got taken off of Netflix. That was my next. Point. Not even bef- like a year ago. Yeah, no one watched it. It wasn't good. I yeah. watched it just because you know I, I. It was a cool concept. It's called Tony Hinchcliffe, like one shot. Right. They follow him and he goes in, and, and it's, it's just, just one shot, just a show. That he doesn't do very well at. Right. And it's a special on Netflix, and it's like, my guy, be better. Mm-mm. Yeah. Be better. Take that opportunity and do something with it that is worthwhile. Yeah. And there's also some people where I understand Netflix is just like, we got to rush it out, we got to get it done. And he was probably in the camp of, I'll just fucking get it done, whatever, it's over. And then there's other people who have turned it down. They've been like, you're giving me four months to get it together, I need at least a year. And they go, no, we need it in four. And they said, no, I'm that's good. A, it's a bad representation of what I could, what I produce. Sign of a good comic. Yes, it is. I know. And here's, here's my deal, because I am definitively on the side of fuck Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Definitively. I will say this too, though. People that are like online, and we're doing a podcast, we're having a conversation. Sure. We were talking about it before. It's right. fine. The, I can't think of a bigger sign of a loser than being so hyped on this. Sure. You know, like being really like the people that are like tweet. You know, he what? And he's not even funny. It's like, it's like shut the fuck up. No, shut up. Like I get it's it's the kid the get Hinchcliffe's a fucking weasel. I don't love his comedy, but mm-hmm. also the guy did it. Yeah, he blew the fuck up. Yeah, he blew up. Kill Tony is the biggest live podcast on the face of the planet. Right. It's. Just, I don't know, these people that are, they're like celebrating it. It's like, what? You're celebrating this. You're hyped. You have yep. a, your, your fucking void of a personality now has something to latch on to. Yeah. And it's like, cool, man, you're a hero. You don't like people to say racial slurs. It, shut up. Yeah, great. Shut, shut up. Cool. Just you continue not saying them. Yeah. And I mean, it, it did take some balls for that kid to put the video out. Yes, it did. And that is where I'm like, that guy did his part. And then I guess, you know, letting it go viral, that's a great do. But the people, yeah, I'm with you, who are just like, they'll hop on anything at any point. Yeah, imagine just hopping on. Ugh, gross. I just can't imagine a life where you're just scrolling the, the, the Twitter feed for like whatever you're going to tweet about that day. Sweet cheeks, sweet cheeks, sweet cheeks, sweet cheeks. The first lady coming in, killing it. With a bag of food. With a damn bag of wings. Sack of wings. Fucking love that. Oh, and she's using the backpack I, was about to I bought her. I compliment that cute little backpack. Mm. Get out of here. Sweet sack, lady. Wearing a damn pair of Tron Sacconis. You look good, sis. Yeah. There she goes, hitting the road back. Killing it. Oh. 
da, 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 the moose. Uh, is he loose? I can't get it out. His antlers are too big. That's true. There it oh. goes. Mike Moustakis, bobblehead dog. Bobblehead. Bobblehead. Oh, oh. right. <laughs> Caught it. <laughs> Caught it. Right in the face. Took it in the face. We're still recording. Mouthful of Moustakis. Oh. We'll be talking about later in the pod pretty extensively. We will, and it's it's a hot take. Yeah. Might might be hotter than the take line. Yeah, it could possibly be. Ooh. But the Hinchcliffe thing was so weird because we were talking about the origin of the video. Right. Where'd the video come from? Just someone in the crowd was recording it. Yeah, but even then, it's like, who was it? Was that a Hinchcliffe fan? I th- Or... Was it the guy opening, a buddy of his recorded his set? Recorded his set, and it was just kept rolling. And then then, then he sent him the tape, and he was just like, oh. Or maybe, you know, just let it roll to show, like, hey, he opened for Tony Hengecliffe. Yeah. Like, it's just video proof. That was something that was so sad about it, is that comic before him, I think his name was like, and I'm not being Tony Hengecliffe, but I'm pretty sure his name was like Dang Pang. It was was like (laughs) Pete. Pang Dang. It was Peak Dang or something. Yeah, it was quite Asian. It was... And he was so sweet, and I've heard of this guy, and apparently he kills. If he got on that stage there, he'd do something right. Yeah, of course. And that's one of the one, the few ones that's indoors and open, right? Yeah, down there in Austin, yeah. Right. And um, he, he brings him up and goes, give it up for the one, the only, Tony Hinchcliffe. And it yeah. was like this, you know, pretty kind... Yeah, he fucked up, man. Like yeah. we were saying, I don't think because of the world that he has kind of cultivated around himself, mm-hmm. I think sadly this makes him more successful. Yeah. But then there's also a large chunk of the Kill Tony fan base who might just be like, damn, dude, that was whack. Dude, why'd you do that? It's like, That's cool. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Way to go. It was mean. So I, whatever he's got coming for him. What a, yeah, it, he's earned it. It affects me 0%. Oh, yeah. I mean, it also... It, but it still bolsters my stance that I've had forever. Yeah, that he sucks. That he sucks, and that he's he's rude, and he's mean. Yeah, yeah. Just an affirmation for what we already knew. Right. He was just one of those guys who got... You know, he got that Rogan bump, man. He got propped up early on in his career. He started in L.A. He, You know, he got... It's whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. And at the end of the day... Again, the only way that to look at these things is thinking, huh. Huh. Be there, nice. There's my five minutes of thought about it. And it's like, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's literally, oh, I won't be a dick. Yeah. And dude. then you move on. I know, man. Not going to post about it, though. Yeah, don't be a dick. Did you see that Jeff Ross shit that came out last week? No. More I, more weird stuff? Yeah, like that he was dating a 16-year-old? Dude, you know what's so weird is that shit came out like, Late last a year ago, yeah, and then I just saw and then the it article just went again. Went away, and now they're like, "No, we're not going to let you get away with this, Jeffrey, <laughs> the Roastmaster General." Yeah, that's a whole weird other ball of kittens. That is just that is. I brought it up, and then I'm thinking like I probably shouldn't have because not a great take on it. What's yours? Okay, my it's it, I'm not okay. You don't got to preface it by saying it's not a great take. I mean, it no, might not I mean, be a popular take. No, I mean, she was 16 in a comedy club. But then Jeffrey knew that she was 16. He did know she was 16? And then even asked her dad if she could come out. Well. I mean, don't date 16-year-olds. For sure. But also, don't let 16-year-olds into comedy clubs. I would agree with that, too. But also, 
don't go out on dates with 16 year olds yeah that's really the only and then they were dating after she was 18 well that i mean there are there's weird nuances to everything right most of it on its surface is what it is i don't know it's creepy and weird unless he did something like except for like that she was 16 that's wrong let's lay that line here that's wrong but then the other thing is, did he ever mistreat her? Did he hit her? Did he do something that he shouldn't have with his, you know, his penis? I, yeah, right. That she was like, no, thank you? It's fucking bizarre that he asked her dad. Yeah. And then the dad was like, sure. Go get him, champ. Have fun. She's got her fucking learning permit. Yeah, go for it. Drive around with it. No, it's certainly, it's certainly very strange. And illegal. Yes, and well, the illegality is the part that is that. What am I even trying to say right now? Like it's 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 fucked up and weird and immoral. But if they were together for two years, two years signed off by the family, I don't know. It's it's it doesn't read the same as like some Woody Allen shit, like some real right. creepy shit, where you end up marrying your stepdaughter. Weird. Very weird and probably wrong. Yes, for sure. But I don't know, man. Like, if yeah, he's with he was with her for two years. I don't know how long after either. But it's just like pretty. Ricky said, "Man, age ain't nothing but a number." Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Don't, I mean, it, it's just another one of those things that affects me zero percent. Again, agreed. But it's still something that's weird that needs to be popped up, and it's not like oh, cancel culture. But it's also just like. Where I I don't I where does it lo- where does it land? I agree with like people being taken down like that are like yeah I jerked off in front of him and they didn't want it or like you know he straight up used his position of power and used it against me and yeah the uh, whole grooming idea gross the whole idea of grooming that shit comes out bad yeah right but then it's other stuff like like what happened to Aziz it was like that was a bad date right and it didn't go great yeah so. No one should lose their entire livelihood for that stuff. Agreed. And I think Jeff Ross, again, who is a gross human, but is also there for like you know, uh, uh, what's his, his his cousin? You know, his mo- who is uh, on Last Pot on the left. Oh yeah, Ed Larson. Ed Larson, right? Who was there for him? Went and fl- went to the movie premiere for his movie about I saw his that dead mom. Irvine, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I'm like, he is there for people and helps out. He also helped produce the movie. His reputation across Hollywood is part of the reason why I think that story got swept under the rug the first time it came out, because he is truly beloved. Right, but he's just an asshole on stage. Does a lot of really good, nice things. Damn, First Lady fucking rolling in with some goddamn cheese cheese frenchies. Thank you, Queen. You're the best. Go for it. They're just like one, one giant potato. Yeah. Oh, cheesy potato. Ooh, I love a I love a waffle fry. I do too. Waffle fries, underrated in the spectrum. Where where what's your hierarchy of French fries? If we got like, we'll say crinkle, shoelace, okay, steak fry, waffle fry. You are forgetting the seasoned fry. The seasoned fry? Yeah, like rallies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Consistency. Oh, consistency. Then. Yeah. 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 I'm mm. talking consistency and also just like format. Steak fries at the bottom. Would have to agree. That is a potato Same. wedge. That is yeah. not a French fry. It does not belong in the family. Would have to agree. It's a baby baked potato. I'll uh, fuck with it if there's not sour cream on it. Totally agreed. <clears throat> you would serve a steak, honest to God. Restaurants are 
restaurant. I don't. I've never seen a restaurant do this. Imagine a restaurant that had steak fries that you just dipped in sour cream and bacon. Yeah, that's a trip. Would you do that? I would. Yes, I would, because I agree with the sides. A goddamn that. DIY potato skin. Exactly. Yeah. yeah or to make it sound culinary, like some culinary expert shit, um, a deconstructed potato skin. Deconstructed skin. Yeah. God damn. And then, uh, so you go there. So what else? You got, what do you say? Steak fry bottom, shoestrings near the top. What were the other two? There were two. Waffle, waffle fry and crinkle. crinkle fry. Okay. Good crinkle cut's hard to beat. Waffle one, shoestring two, crinkle three, steak four. That might be my move as well, just because when I think French fry. Yeah. I think McDonald's French fries. Mmm, that's a good call. When my brain goes French fry, I'm thinking of the Golden Arches, man. Oh, you have and to. I, and I, I mean, I've said this maybe even on the pod before. Potatoes are my favorite food. Mmm, dude, potato on a desert island—that's my desert island food. You can do them fifty different ways. Exactly. They're it's very, very. Uh, what am I looking for? Versatile. Versatile. Spud. The Chris Taylor yes. of food. The Z- Nick Senzel of foods, baby. Love to hear that. that. Nicky Sins. Did you see that little barehanded play he had at second base yesterday? Oh, my God. And on one leg. It, he's just he did it really good. We've talked about it at length, man. Unleashing the Senzel machine. It could it could prolong his fucking career, dude. Oh. It could turn him into who he needs to be. He's a baseball player, dude. Yeah. And that's what that's where the league is going anyway. It's already there, man. It's right. already there. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. No, love Sinzel at second. All these things. That's why Kyle Farmer's still on the team. Kyle Farmer. I mean, where hasn't he played yet? And has he pitched? He's pitched. So yeah, we were at that game. Did Farmer that's pitch true. this year? Nineteen. Or, oh yeah, he did pitch in nineteen. So you've got him at he's played first, second, short, third. Catcher. Catcher. Pitcher. Left. Pitcher left right, so he has not played. Has he played center field? I'm trying to remember if he's played center field in Red Uni. Eight positions, man. Sign that guy up. Bring in more like that, dude. Please do. God damn, I love. You know what? This episode is brought to you by Knockback Nats. Knockback Nats, a Cincinnati fucking classic. Dude. Best smoked wings, best waffle fries, easily, as you can tell, they're in my mouth. Oh, man, the wings are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Pineapple barbecue. Hot barbecue, blue cheese, house made. Go for it, babe. Blue cheese is the only, the only acceptable. Thank you. Agreed. Dip. Yes. People out here getting wings with ranch, ranch. Oh, and it's I'm like, so go to the farm. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sick of people saying like, isn't this the Midwest? Don't you guys like ranch? No. I wear shoes outside. Right. Fuck you. And I, I like don't. ranch dressing, but I mean. Just maybe. May, I'll dip some pizza crust in it, dude. Like, I'm not a ranch on wings guy. That's a fucking abomination. You know, we've gotten horny for is blue cheese on pizza. Love that. Big fan of that. Huge fan. I uh, Can't beat that. One of the places that propped me up this last year was Newport Pizza Company. Mm. They've got the best buff, like buffalo chicken bites. They're boneless, but it's just like this. It's just chopped up mm. chicken, lightly breaded buffalo. And it's the best. And it comes with a side of sauce and blue cheese. And I took to dip in my pizza in the blue cheese. Oh. What a move. That is a baller move. What a move. 
It's a fantastic move. I just love good blue cheese. Now, here's I think I brought this up a couple weeks ago. Ranch Plus. I'm a Ranch Plus. Mm. What's that mean? So, Ranch Plus means like Chipotle Ranch. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Something plus the ranch. Because it's just a, a base for fat. I'll fuck up heavily with like... There it is. Say I make some french fries. Yes. A little, little ketchup, a little ranch. Okay. A little, little garlic salt. Mix it up. That's a good fry. That's a that's dip. A, that's a good fry sauce. See, that's another thing. Like a house-made ketchup. I'm into that. Because that means it's not overly sugary or bullshit. Like right. I had blueberry ketchup. It was fantastic. Blueberry ketchup, you say? A blueberry ketchup. In, From where? In, at the Boise Fry Company in Boise, Idaho. The home the of homeland the homeland pati- of the tater. Oh, yeah. So that was just phenomenal. This is such a fucking cock tease. I want to just house those wings, but at the same time, it's not good for you guys. Let's just bang out a little bit more pod. We'll get we'll to the, we'll get to the reeds, and you can have yourself a wing. How about that? Let's do that. Let's fucking yeah. Let's fucking do it. What um, about what about uh, what about your week? I mean, any we're we're going food heavy. Food heavy right now I means you you cook anything up tasty. No, I uh, I've just been eating out lately. Just been a little party slut on the weekends. Love that. So without having. Oh, my guy. Okay. Friday night, we went to Swamp Water Grill. Because I sent it in the group chat. Yeah, love with, Swamp Water Grill. With, with Pops and, and Mikey Dubs. Dear Lord, their char-grilled oysters. They're, they know what the fuck they're doing down there, dog. Oh, my God. It was like I hadn't had anything that good since going down to fucking New Orleans. Really? Especially the barbecue trip I got. It's like that, y'all. It is for sure that, y'all. Man, I haven't been down there in a hot minute. It is worth every fucking penny, and it was fast as fuck. Oh, the the service is excellent, and then it's attached to that fucking flea market. market which was closed, which was a bummer. Huge bummer, because that place, I, I've, I've gotten, or between me and Morgan, we've gotten like three or four pieces from there. No shit. There's really good stuff in there, yeah. I got that Red's vinyl that I gave you. Oh, yeah! From that place. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, from that place. Well, fuck me. I'll have to, we have to go back and add it to the list. They got a whole red section. Ooh, as they should. Yeah, they should. They've earned it. You know what I mean? Being around 151 years, big deal. You go down... 152. You, sorry. What's that place down on uh, Main Street? It's like Ted's Vintage or something. Oh, yeah. Right there um, across the street from uh, Pitiful. Yes. They've got some crazy red shit in the window right now. Yeah. Like, like, like old Usher shirts. Those are sweet. Yeah, those are cool. The ones that says, I only kiss Cincinnati fans. And then the one in the window that was from like the 2014? Or With Joey, Bruce, and like Quato. Quaid- and then at the bottom of the weirdest one was Messeraco. I was yeah. like, I forgot about you. Yeah, I you. know, man. Oh, the potential. The mess taco, boy. Um, I wonder what he's doing. Here's the really funny part about going to Swamp Water. Guy behind the bar was his name was uh, Brian. Brian, great guy, and I was like, guy. and I was like, man, he was on top of his game. He was fucking fantastic, schmoozing and all that good stuff. Because I was talking to my buddy Jordan, who works at Cools, and he was like, oh, tell him, tell him Jordan sent you. So I was like, yeah, Jordan sent me. He went, oh, I'm sorry, you know that guy, and just joking, whatever that old move and all that stuff. He's like, really though, that guy, he's a fine piece of shit. I was like, you couldn't have described him better, and. No, I'm kidding. I love that dude. But um, I was like, I recognize you. Where did you bartend before this? He's like, oh, I was at Tower View for seven years. Rebuilt that bar. I went, 
that's exactly where it is. Tower View was the bar across my apartment in Mount Washington, mm. where I lived by myself for only three months before. Uh, oh yeah, like the the downstairs basement oh, dungeon. Oh yeah, I've heard tale. Yeah, that's before Alicia came and saved your life. Basically, it, I would have ended up just suffocating on clothes piling up, or gotten, <laughs> or a, just mold growing up from muffins I left on the ground when I moved in. That's hot. Really hot. That's very esteemed. But one night I went over there and got a little too saucy, which is a lot too saucy for most, and especially with me. That's what I'm saying. Like a little too saucy for you would land most people in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. They got a new patio put in. I might or might not have just turned my head and tried to throw up through the cracks of the said patio. Excellent. Didn't go well. Closed my tab, walked out, came back the next day, and Brian's like, hey, man, I know you're cool and everything, and I know you live across the street, but can you do me a favor? I was like, yeah. He said, next time, can you either go outside or go in the can that your head was facing the other direction from? Oh. I was like, oh, how'd you know? He's like, I watched the tapes, dumbass. Yeah. I was like, yep, okay, fair enough. Damn. And fucking busted me. And then, Got caught spewing. Dude, when I brought up and I was like, oh, Tower View. And he went, oh, yeah, you puked on my patio. No shit. <laughs> fucking seven years later. Mind like a steel trap. Knew I fucking hurled on the pat. Damn, man. Them bud heavies, when you get, they, they are heavy. You left your mark. I did. The mark of the beast. God, the bilst. The bilst. <laughs> the motherfucking bilst, bilst, dude. Dude, those fries saved me. I felt my blood sugar crashing. It wasn't going great. There you great. go. You're good. I'm good now. We're good to go. We're fucking locked in. We're back in, baby. We're feeling good. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday right now because the boys have a sold out show to host tomorrow. Yeah, we do. Do you, have you notice that? Like, the older you get, the when you get hungry, just you're, you immediately plummet. Oh, crash. It, it It's not a, like I used to be able to power through for at least like three to four hours. As soon as it goes, it's fucking gone. I can't fucking think. I can't put two and two together. I'm toast. Right. Go I'm ahead and get pale. your wing, daddy. I'm, uh, no, 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 no. That, that's the treat. That's yeah, the there post, you go. The that's the treat. Pod, the post pod treat. That's the treat. So, but yeah, you know, it's a real treat. I, I don't know if you've heard of them. Cincinnati Reds? No. The real treat is... Kansas City <laughs> Steaks. Guys, I don't know if you're ready for this. How, babe, listen KC how... KC Steaks. KC Steaks. Babe, listen how professional this is. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh, God, my phone's being dumb. There we go. You work hard and play hard, so treat yourself and stock up for summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. With classic steak cuts to usda prime to american style kobe hard to find specialty cuts and more kansas city steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill fired up they make it so easy each order from kansas city steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home satisfaction guaranteed or your money back Cha-ching. imagine relaxing in the backyard with family while enjoying steak house quality meals from kansas city steaks try their butter Tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meals. Babe, do you hear this? Complete meals. Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. Kansas City Steaks, the steaks 
that raised the stakes on all other stakes. <laughs> I was like, that's not on the radio. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to come up with a new slogan to say, and just any reason to say stakes again. That was good, man. Thanks, man. I stumbled a little bit in the beginning because I just... My, you just got excited. My mouth watered. You got excited, Bill. You're okay, man. There's nothing wrong with getting excited. I'd be willing to bet that if you did that read again, you'd fucking nail it. Dude, I would fucking nail it just like this goddamn motherfucker right here. This week has a tons of sports action. <laughs> Jesus. This week has tons of sports action as the MLB, NBA, and NHL are in full swing. <laughs> Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game and prep as teams do for their playoff run. Bet Online, your, your online sports book experts. Hell yeah. Snuck in the sexpert. Sex Sexperts. Sexperts like Dr. Ruth. Sexpervs. I miss Dr. Ruth. She's not dead. Is she dead? Do you remember Dr. Ruth? She's gotta be dead. Her libido is not, though. Yeah, she's probably horny from the grave. (laughs) That's a... Yeah, man. Rest in peace. She's more silicone than person at this point. Miss Sue. Is that her name? Was that her... Wasn't it Sue something? I thought it was Dr. Ruth. I thought... Talk sex with Sue Johansson. Oh, that's, that's what I was I'm thinking, thinking about. Of. Is Dr. Ruth another dildo lady then? Damn, talk sex was cool. Talk sex was tight. Sue yeah. was so ahead of her time, man. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I'm... that was actually like a pretty important show now that I'm thinking about it. Dude, it was late night. It was like the QVC Dido. It was late night. It was a woman who grew up in a time where her sexuality had been completely chained down. Oh, yeah. And now she was just like, yeah, we're going to fucking rip this on PBS or wherever <laughs> it was on. KET? Oxygen. Yeah, man. I remember because I, I would watch it Friday nights. And I would just be like, what the be hell? like, damn, I am horny, but she's mm. an old woman. And then afterwards, they had softcore porn. Love it. Really? Go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, Dr. Ruth is a separate, a, a separate sex therapist. So there were two. I know talk sex with Sue Johansson. I don't really know much about Dr. Ruth. She looks tight. Well, I w- that's who I was. That's whenever I yeah. think of Sue talking dildos with Sue <laughs> I am thinking about, I always confuse that with Dr. Ruth. So they are both just old horny ladies crossed up in my brain. Hell yeah, man. They that's live up is. there. They are they are one and the same. You know how people are like, Ellen Keller. They're like, they're like, oh, I mean, Anne Frank. It's like the same thing, but with dildos and no one's blind. Right. No blind religion isn't coming into it. No, no one's hiding in the attic or whatever. I guess actually religion probably came in pretty heavily with Sue and Ruth. For sure. For them to be, you know, held down that long that they, mm-hmm. you know, feel feel the calling to do a full-blown sex talk show. <laughs> Gotta figure big old G.O.D. had something to do with that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Pissed he him off. What, what? Oh, we got an update. Number one, Ruth, Dr. Ruth is still alive. Number two, Dr. Ruth is 4'7". Hell she yeah. Four foot seven inches. Love that. So she is just good at, she's just one of them tiny, like, uh, what is that? Oh, what are they called? Tiny. There's like a whole channel on Pornhub. Mo said something to me just very casually a couple weeks ago. She saw this little girl, or this little woman. Perfect. You know, a little <laughs> woman, like a very small stature. And she just goes something like, oh, that's a little spin around. I was like, what are you talking about? And you're like, yeah, she could probably like spin around on it. I was like, God damn, that's crazy. 
Tiny teens. Tiny teens. Tiny teens. Piper. <laughs> Which is just exactly what do you think it is? Yes, it is. I've spin around is a great term. Oh, we have an update. Sue Johansson is also still alive and she's 90. Ladies, the key to staying, to having a long life is to talk freely about sex. The Masturbate. The is keeping you down by telling you that your clit isn't real. Fuck them. It's real. You're going to live to 100 if you touch it and tell other ladies how <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Preach, sweet cheeks. Fuck yeah, dude. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just fucking sex activist just banging wings on the floor. Oh. Sitting crisscross applesauce yeah. on the floor eating wings. Touch your clit and you'll live forever. <laughs> oh my god, she's sticking her <laughs> Oh my god, she's sticking her fingers in the hot sauce. Oh, she's putting it in her pants. My goodness. Things are getting spicy over here. Speaking of spicy, I'm gonna tell the story. Which one? The jalapeno story. Sure. Okay. Sure. When we were first dating, there was one time we were we were cooking and um, we were cutting all of our veggies and peppers up, as you guys do. And we put the meat we were, we put the meal in the oven, and she just looked at me. She's like, "Are you horny?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> we go into the bedroom and start getting getting a little little frisk, getting ready. Yeah. And uh, Papa goes to pet the turtle. There you go. <laughs> just gave me a shiver as well, Alicia. <laughs> Why is it a turtle? That is what I was called. I was told to call it as a kid. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Lady parts are turtles, guy parts are snakes. My goodness. Yeah. So. And I was homeschooled. So <laughs> that would all make sense. And uh, and she goes, "Hey, did you wash your hands?" And I was like, "No. Why?" She goes, "You're cutting up jalapenos, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." She went. I'm on fire. Very, very <laughs> sensitive area. Extremely. Quite exposed. Kept burning. Nothing happened. But you know it didn't burn? Dinner. Delicious. It was very good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> It exactly. was really good. Dinner was not burnt. But no, just like that idea, that, that whole thing. The, the idea that like, you know, I mean, would you ever do, would you ever enjoy that again? No, thank you. Yeah, that sounds full-blown painful. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to get jalapeno residue in your pee hole? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna up for eat a bottle of Frank's hot sauce and then give you a blowy. Yeah, that's it. Hell yeah. And then and then you know what you do to cool it down? Ice. Ranch. Blue cheese. Oh no. Yeah, ranch. Blue cheese. Wow. You're throwing ranch on there? You that's tr- good callback. Wow. Great callback and painful. Yeah. That's fucking that's hilarious. That's the last thing I would want to incorporate in like horny food time. Ranch dressing? Ranch, no way. A I would be willing to bet lubricant? as far as if we just look at, okay, we'll take America's population, 380 million people. Sure. Out of all of the people who identify, whose kink is like bringing food into the bedroom yeah, of any kind, I would be willing to bet that ranch dressing, top five. Oh, yeah. It, can you ima- I mean it makes me nauseous. I'm not like hyped on this. <laughs> but as far as the demographic of humans who are like let's bring the kitchen into the bedroom. I yeah. bet you ranch dressing has a pretty serious uh, foothold in on that. I would say so. Ranch is up there. Cover me in ranch, ranch. baby. Uh <laughs> celery? That seems a little too healthy. That seems too healthy. I mean, you got you got whipped cream chocolate sauce. Duh, that's t- oh. that's 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 those are just those are that's hack. Cherries. Cherries are in the there. Yeah, exactly. Lollipop also hack. Yeah, I mean, I, I 
I think Ranch probably has something to say about this. It's a sneaky five. It's not like really, really hot people across the board. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? It's them obese polys you see using it. Them obese polys. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's not a new slur that I get canceled obese for. Obese polys is so funny because I just You immediately got exactly the visual. exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> Yeah, dude. The yeah. obese polys, man. Yeah, yeah. They they're called polys because they got so many sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're goddamn oh. polygon, dude. Oh god, that was obese polys is spot on. I'll probably steal that. There's a Mike. Like, do you follow my cringe on Instagram? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a my cringe. For those of you who don't know, my cringe it takes take basically takes all of the best parts, which are the worst parts of TikTok, and fires them on Instagram. So then I could just cut out a middleman. I just beautiful. Done. And there was one where there's this poly trio, quad. I don't know. A lot of sides to that poly. Yeah. And there was this this larger fella who clearly was like pushing three fifty. Laying oh, on yeah. the couch, and this other lady who was on top of him pushing 350, which means there's 700 pounds pushing on that couch. Yeah. Whew. And, and then the, the, one of them in the other corner goes, babe, babe, you got to help out over here. And then the one, the, the one fat Polly gets off the other one and <laughs> goes over, and they have this other larger lady with a buzz cut on her knees wearing a dog collar. Horse collar. What? Nope, it's something I cannot say. <laughs> okay. It's got a horse collar on, and, and the, the, the other big one's sitting there feeding him canned peaches. Mm. And going, you gotta eat it. And the other one's like going, the one that's on the knees and the dog collar going, mm-mm, no. And he's like, come on, I'm gonna feed you like a baby. Here comes the plane. And, and she's it, like, no, it's fruit. And she just went, mm-mm, and then it ends. And I'm assuming that that was just the start of... A night of debauchery. Yeah, a thing that made the floors collapse. I mean, power to him. <laughs> I'm not... Power look, to him. A full-blown... Go for it. ...half ton of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> a full-blown half, half ton, ton of, of fucking. I mean, that's like... That's like I, a Camry. I don't have a problem with it. Go and do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. But when there is a profile and it fits, I'm not stereotyping... Obese police. I'm opening up doors for people to judge them. We're opening up doors and not then knocking the, out walls so they can yeah. fit through them. I am not judging them for their sexual choices. I am body shaming a group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. It's good. Yeah, I'm just flipping one evil to make it worse. Sitting here talking about weird kinks and your all's beautiful apartment <laughs> is decorated with a literal corn cob dildo on, <laughs> on the mantle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah next, right next to the wedding photo. Oh man, right where it belongs, and not too far away from the plush possum. Yeah, yeah. love that. Ugh. Got a little Funko Pop. Now you got that moose fucking bobblehead bobble to throw up there on the wall, man. Moose is exciting. Moose, moose? Moose, moose hit one really far today. Yes, he did. Great call. Way to segue. Red Redlegs won today on Wednesday. Closed out the series. Took it from Pittsburgh. Yeah, one five one. Love to see it. Uh, do you want to talk about that game and then go into the past, or what do you want to do? 
Let's start at the most exciting thing that's happened this year. There you go, Mr. Miley. Mr. Wade fucking Miley. And I would walk 500 miles. And I would <laughs> yeah, pitch dude. 500 miles. He looks fucking awesome, man. I mean, that no-hitter, obviously he had his stuff during the game where he threw a no-hitter. For sure. But, I mean, it's it's it it wasn't too much of an anomaly. No. I mean, he's he's a top five in the league in ERA right now. Think about this, too. I mean, it took him how many? Three starts to give up a run? Dude. You're lo- he's locked in. He's figured out his approach with, with DJ, which was basically lock in, throw your, your fastball low and inside or high and inside, and throw your changeup away from pitchers. Yeah. And, and that's it. That's all you need to... Really? That's all you need to do. You don't need to throw 105. You need to just locate the ball, and Wade Miley proved that. That game was so exciting and important. Just because, could you imagine if he had gone out there and thrown nine hitless shutout games, and then we lose it in extras? Ugh. But for it to be Castellanos coming up and getting the rib, and then we in that last—I mean, we just manufactured those runs. We took advantage of some error. You're right. Uh, it, it was that was uh, such a crucial victory. It was huge. And the stuff around it is just fun stuff that is now like legend. Oh yeah, dude. I mean the 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 tattoo on his arm is the best. That story. his kid gave to him before the game. Just threw a whole a temporary Hulk tattoo on his arm. Dad goes out and throws a no no. Does it does it get any better than that? No, it really doesn't. And then you got the boys, just everyone on the squad celebrating like we just won the division. Right. I mean the the whole locker room. Coors Light was just flowing, flowing, dude. And we know Coors Light was flowing because of the picture of Miley and Tuck together. Just just Coors Light in hand, Coors Light by knee. And then if you watch the post game, Nick, Nick Castellanos went out there and gave his interview. Just half slug, in the bag. Just half in the bag, just slugging a, a silver bullet. God, you love to see it. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I think it's a big sign-off when Castellanos vouches for somebody that hard. Oh, yeah. you got to figure... Castellanos isn't like an easy bubbly guy to impress. No. He likes you if he thinks you're a badass. Exactly. And he thinks Miley's a badass. Right. Think about what he's gone through throughout his career. You know, f- bumping from team to team for a while and being having... good for a long time, but not being able to like. Well, peaks and valleys. Right. I mean, you know, like when you look at him in Arizona, a lot like a hot start, wins nineteen games, and then bottoms out, signs a contract with the Red Sox, sucks, gets released, goes to Milwaukee, looks great, bottoms out, goes to Houston, yeah, has a great start to his one year deal, and then bottoms out at the end, and then gets signed to a two year twelve by the Reds. And now he's looking like Wade Miley. In the start of it, we're, we're just like, whoa, this guy is clearly hurt. Yeah. And could not pitch in 2020. Fully injured. And we were even wondering, where does he even fit in the rotation this year? Yeah, I know. And he's the last guy that I would have said is going to throw a no-hitter. He's our you, you could. He's our second best pitcher right now. Easily. In the starting rotation? Yeah. Number two. Yeah. You could, yeah. If you made me rank our starters, it goes Sonny one, Miley two, Mally. Mally three, Luis four, and, and then we don't even have a five because Hoffman nope. isn't a starting pitcher. Mm-mm. I mean, it was lit. I mean, Hoffman, whether we planned it to or not, he is not a stopgap to get us to whoever our five is going to end up being. What? Hit me. Oh, she's got more breaking news. In Ohio, the state health department will end all pandemic orders on June second. 
<laughs> Let's fucking go. That is live breaking oh, news. Oh, yeah. All of them? All of them except for things pertaining to nursing homes. Hell yeah. Let's go kill Grandpa. Wow, <laughs> dude. Oh, June 2nd is... Two weeks, three weeks, oh, two and a half, three. Oh my God, that means. Oh, I just I'm like covered in goosebumps. <laughs> that means 100 percent indoor dining, 100 percent, 100 percent ballpark, sold out. Great comedy American shows. ballpark, sold out comedy shows. So does that also mean? <sighs> so then, okay, then now let's get wow, to the nitty gritty. Nuts. Does that mean the mask order is lifted then? All pandemic. All of them. Oh, hell yeah, lad, dude! Open her up like a can of beans. Do you guys want to hear what Governor DeWine is doing to try to? This is mean, but I don't care. I I fully believe this, and I'm sorry, but I think that people in Ohio that aren't getting the vaccine are hillbillies. So Governor DeWine has said that if you get the vaccine, then you can be entered into a lottery to win a million dollars. And you know what hillbillies love? The lottery. Damn, that's perfect. (laughs) Oh. I'm stealing that bit for tonight and the weekend. Yeah, that's a full bit. That is a full goddamn bit. The lottery bit. is literally, it's, it's the poor people tax. Oh, yeah. And it goes back into paying for education, which wow, they don't dude. use. Can you talk about when you worked at the gas station? Wait, sorry. I interrupted. No, you're fine. You that's big news. Station, he said every day there was this guy that would just like stumble in and buy a couple of, a uh, couple like 24 packs of Miller Lite. And then you'd be like, two. 13. Oh, yeah. Give 17. Play my numbers. 24. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, there was a different lady that was play my numbers. That's right. That's right. Yeah, she worked down the street. I've talked about that, where she just burned through her retirement, basically, by just playing pick three, pick four, pick five twice a day with, with, you know, like you had one of those check carriers. Yeah. She would open it, but instead it was just packed full of all of her numbers and like, what days hit here? What day? Yeah. Madness. So yeah, hillbilly well, lottery. Holy fuck, dude! That is so crazy. That's awesome. So I mean, f- imagine a full packed out Great American ballpark with the fucking Cubs in town or something. Oh my! I mean, God. that makes me kind of emotional for real. I am. Think I about mean, how many miserable. I mean, and I say this not. Think about how many times the three of us have sat in this house and done this podcast, and things have been sadder than fuck. And now there is a light at the and end now, of the tunnel. I mean, tunnel. we've we've gone through it all together. Oh my god, dude, that is so crazy. So th- here's a big question: Does that so that means immediately? So does that mean that all of the red safety protocols they have in place right now can be thrown out the window? And honestly, should be. You're outside. So many of them are a bit silly. I totally agree with you. Yeah, like closing off sinks in the bathroom. Yeah, god. dude, dude. Come on. Dude. Closing off sinks you know in what? the bathroom. I will say, I do love that they're... I want them to keep at least one sink with a box on it, because that's where I put my beer after I've been drinking okay. it on the toilet. Okay. okay? Exactly. Fair enough. Or just put True. a table in there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Open up the goddamn sinks. <laughs> yeah. Open, yeah. Put a table in there. Have it sponsored. Put some fucking shelving yeah. in there, dude. Like another good American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, dude. Oh, here we go. The, the beer shelf. Brought to you by Cintas. <laughs> yeah, so they exactly. can throw their branding all over. Perfect. It. Done. Cincy shirts, beer shelves. Oh man, I might have to pitch that. Beer shelves. They should be in every fucking stall and above every urinal in America. Here's a hot take, yeah. right? Here's a hot idea for you. You know, we all have backpacks. We have, we have, we have. You know, 
rooms in our po- room in our pockets right. or backpack. What if? Yeah, I've got my I've got the corn dough over here. It's yeah. got a suction cup on it. What yeah. if there is a way you could unfold like a small shelf and then you slam it to wherever shelf thing you're at, so then you could just put your beer up. Love that. Think about that at an arena ballpark. Just a little thing that you can like keep in your back pocket. Yeah, and just slam it, and it holds one beer. Not a bad move. Or it's just like a plastic koozie with a suction cup on the back, and then. Or it's got two suction cups, and it's like an accordion, so you like whoop and then slam, so you, it can also fit a purse. I see what you're saying. It's suction cup, move. suction cup with a hook, throw that purse and the beer on top of it. Yeah. We're out here solving the world's problems. Innovation. Innovation. That's what it's about, dude. If there are any patent lawyers that are listening, please hit us up on Instagram at the new nasty boys. But it, I don't know. Can I, think about how that changes everything. I mean, Miley got some love in Cleveland when he threw that no-no. Right. Baseball fans are cool like that. Yes. They'll cheer. They'll be like, yes, strike out our player. This is the coolest thing. I'm watching history happen. Let's see a no-hitter. Can you? I mean, what if it was packed out? What if Dude. it was packed out? I know. I mean, not that it takes too much away from it or anything, but like, it's that that is just so exciting. It's extremely exciting. Yeah, man. Wade Miley threw him a no-no. <laughs> won that game. When life is back to normal. Won that game. Yes, he did. Came back. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, well, we need to talk about that. That. Uh. That no hitter hangover happens. It happens, but it shouldn't happen to your this your next starting pitcher, which is Luis who Castillo, is who has lost a it. problem, man. It is a big problem. A problem. Um. It is. It is becoming a massive black hole, because you you are that's the guy you him and Sonny you were counting on like oh these guys can go out and get me quality starts. At least every we still time. have Luis and Sonny. Right. That was always the thought process. Always. And then whoever steps up, steps up. And we were like, oh, Tyler Miley's going to step up. And he mostly has. And we didn't expect for Wade Miley to. That, in theory, that should be a formidable formidable four. Yes, for sure. But now you are watching Luis go out and throw. Watermelons. Four innings pitched, five hits, six runs. Four of them earned two strikeouts. And two strikeouts is what's scary. That's the indicator. Because he could go out there and get lit up. And still have eight Ks, right? But people are just seeing his ball. Yeah, that was always him. Even when he did go out, and we were like, "Oh shit!" Luis threw five innings, gave up five runs, and we're in this hole now. Yeah, he had eight Ks exactly. And now the numbers are bad, except the strikeouts aren't there, which means that there are more base runners, more <laughs> balls being put into play, more yep. opportunity for you know the other team to score, and we're just seeing that. Luis is not even close to a sure thing. Man. There is one thing that I missed on this um, that I think is also extremely important. Um, Luis had two walks on top of that, too. When watching him pitch, I think that he has become afraid of the strike zone. Because I noticed this. I understand that you get more velocity when you throw it high up in the zone. Like, if it's high, super high, you're throwing 90. He's throwing 97. I get that. Right. But when I watched him throw low in the zone, he was at 92, yeah. 93. And his changeup is moving from at to not the – starting at the hitter and moving to the middle of the plate and not ending up on that inside zone. Or he's not starting middle and going outside of the zone with his changeup. It's all staying right the fuck there, and he's getting right. lit the fuck up. Yeah, he is, man. And it's it's a, I I, don't, I think it's a I think it's all a head thing. 
I think it's got to be 100% mental. It's. Do you think, and le- in DJ we trust, do you Ooh, think yeah. that he might have Luis in the whole spin thing, in just the science behind how we're going at pitching right now, do you think that that could have contributed to him getting in his head too much instead of just going mm-hmm. out there and pitching like Luis Castillo? No, I think it's got to be something else. Yeah. And I don't think it's I don't think it's the metrics. I don't think it's the information that he's given. I really don't think it's that. I just think <clears throat> I just don't know. I can't get inside the guy's head. Right. But I don't. I just don't know. Because he's also come out and he's he's had an eleven k day. Yeah. So maybe it was just he. Maybe he was super hungover. But also, this isn't the first fucking time that he's done this. He's had one good start this year. One. He's had one good start this year. We're 30 games in. Yeah, and every, you know what, and, and the, most of the time he's getting blown up in the first, and then we're like, oh, if he gets past the first inning, and he's gotten past the first inning, and now it's like the fourth inning or the third inning. And then, then on Saturday, it was all of the innings. Every inning that he was out there. So I don't know what you do to fix it besides... I mean, they lit him up. Miley no-hit them, and then the next day they went out and scored nine runs, six of them against Luis. Uh, four of them were earned for his fault, so there was clearly an error in the field that I don't remember who did because I was I just started watching the game, and then I was like, I'm gonna go get drunk now. Yeah, I'm gonna go drink somewhere. Drink. I was just well, I was started at Ryan House watching it, and then I looked up. I was like, Oh, Luis is getting rocked. Two Mexican rhinos, please. Right. What's a Mexican rhino? It is lime juice, tequila hot sauce oh bitch and it's a shot i'm kind of into that it's a oh buddy i bet that's good because yeah i saw you i i remember seeing your body on saturday for a little bit yeah 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 (laughs) i don't barely remember what we talked about i don't remember it much either that was an awesome week my buddy logan graduated from law school and a bunch of the old lexington homies ascended on cincinnati Right, and we went out, got pretty good and torn up. We all did that day on Mother's Day Eve. Mm. We all got tore the fuck up, which was fantastic. And you know who else got tore the fuck up? Who? The Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates. But before that happened, we are now tied up two-two for the Ohio Cup, a trophy that, if you didn't know it existed, it exists. It does. So there, it's tied up two-two. That's going to be picked back up in August. But then the Reds came out and just destroyed. Fourteen-one. Fourteen-one. Just unbelievably owning. And it was, I mean, we had one six run inning, but it was, other than that, it was just a pretty much onslaught. I think we didn't score in two innings. Right. And it was just consistent. And it was just what, there was only one dinger with Naquin off the foul pole. And they were good, good at bats. Yeah. A lot of times, I heard David Bell talking about this on the radio. A lot of times you get up eight, one, nine, one, you get up nine runs. Mm hmm the approach at the plate slips a little bit because you're not you don't have that intensity you don't but like people were up there put, having really good seven eight nine pitch at bats when we were up 12 runs in the eighth inning just trying to stretch the bullpen completely clean yes, for the rest, for of, the the rest of the series a lot when you get in a game like that you're at you're pay, you're playing for tomorrow and the next day correct you're like let's wear these arms out throw your fucking second baseman on the pitcher's mound Correct. You know? Let we'll, it happen. We'll beat you 14-1. <laughs> uh, that was a fun game. And it is wild to throw up 14 runs, especially this team, and only have one dinger. Insane. Yeah, that's wild. Promising. Yeah. Honestly. Yes, it is. I mean, everyone was doing it. The aforementioned Moose was spraying it all over the place. Winker is just dude. still Winker. Dude, we <laughs> That need- guy's out of his fucking mind. Let's- He's second in the big leagues in batting average. 
Yeah, still hitting 375. Dear goddamn Lord. He is so close to hitting 300 lifetime. 291. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And a boy wink, dog. Didn't know this. His nickname? Bird. Bird? <laughs> it's just Bird. Bird winker. Should just be giraffe. He does have that neck, man. Think about, okay, do you want to hear something absolutely gross? His last seven games. He is his average is four oh seven with a four sixty seven on base with a seven oh four slugging. Four sixty seven, man. And in seven games, eleven hits and twenty seven plate appearances with four ribs. Go off, King. Get him. Go and get him. You'll love to see it. And then it was followed up by a deceiving two to seven loss. Yeah. That is deceiving, and it all basically boils down to two things. Jeff Hoffman and base running. Yeah. That was all that was that was Damn, it yesterday. That is something we haven't talked about on the pod yet, is our base running is like a bad. It's atrocious. Yeah. Like very bad. Full blown fucks us out of innings. And it's and it's in the two main culprits are two people. Jesse Winker. The bird. The bird. The birdman and little Nicky. Yeah. Nick Senzel, he loves to stretch. Yeah. Someone there. It's almost like there needs to be someone at second base being like, "Go back to first, man." Right. Go back. Yeah. Don't also don't steal right now. Oh wait, there's a first base coach that tells him to not do that. Yeah. That was also a great when he went to go steal second, which at the beginning of the game would have made it two nothing with the Winker blast into the Allegheny right. River. Um. But that was a great block because when you looked at the replay, you have the was it the second baseman or the shortstop applying the tag? I think it was the shortstop. His foot was covering his his range to go slide into second. Yeah, which is technically legal. Right. It was just good baseball. It was great. Yeah, great he, fundamentals. He, he did it well. Yeah. So you're not you can't be mad at that, but it was also a great throw. Sometimes baseball players do it well. But also when you have someone who's hitting the piss out of the ball, like Jesse Winker. Just stand on first and run around the bases after he hits it somewhere. Right. Which and, that at bat happened to be the river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. They can't throw you out from the river. No, they cannot. And then followed by uh, the double that was a triple in the eighth. Yeah. I mean, you can't, Winker, you can't stretch that out, man. I know that you worked on sprint speed, but you are you gave away an out when you only had six left. Yeah, that's a, and we were already down. Yeah, and who knows what else would have, could have could have happened if he was still on second, right? And if Jeff Hoffman wasn't on the goddamn mound, Jeff Hoffman is not a starter. Period. For the third week in a row. Third week in a row, he's still not a starter. It's still a goddamn problem, and he 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 did it reverse this time, where he wasn't getting deep into counts in the first or second inning. Yeah. He was doing it in the third and fourth. Right. So whatever adjustments he made, he reversed them, and they just aren't working. So who replaces Hoffman? Well, what? We're looking at late May, early June for Lorenzen. Right. I'm putting him in the pen. Yeah. I'm leaving him there. Your your shoulder can't handle whatever it is with right. that schedule with starting. Um, Tanner Roark signed a minor league deal with the Braves, so that's off the table. <sighs> That was a good, bummer. That's a good signing. That's a great signing by them. Um, what I would do, start the clock. Start it. On Nick Lodolo. Bring his ass up. He is a college, he was a college ball player. He's 22. Put him in there. He's a grown up. 
It's not even that he's a grown-up. He's pitching like a man. Yeah, I mean, the guy, he's only got one start down in Chattanooga this year, but he went five innings, gave up two hits, no runs, and struck out ten. What else do you want? That is 15 possible outs, and he struck out ten. Right. Start the clock on him like you did with Tyler Malley after he threw his no-no. Yeah. You're going to see more... Or no, he went up to Chattanooga. He went up to Double A for a little bit. But they've always said, experts always say this, you will see more talent at the dish and on the mound in Double A than you will Triple A. Right. It will do him a disservice to move him to Triple A. Move AAA. him to Louisville. Right. So you might as well, you know, maybe one or two more starts. And if he's this electric, bring his ass up. Up, and he's dude. stretched out. Let him go to Great American Ballpark for his first start and have it be like 40,000 deep. Mm. Welcome to the fucking show. And let's go. Yeah, man. No, Lodolo. I mean, Green too, uh, but br- you bring up Lodolo before you bring up Green. 100% because he is a finished product. Yeah. He knows what he's good at. He's got it. Let's go. Let's bring it to the big leagues. Right. S- not saying that I'm not fully geeked on Hunter Green. That no. too. But oh. there's, you know, there's just some work to be done. Overly aroused. Yeah. Unbelievably. Like, because that was the whole plan is in two years, he's ready to go. He should be a major league ready product and ready to contribute. That's why we drafted him in the spot we were at. Yeah. So let's go. Let's do it. And and think about think about this bullpen, if you will. Um, Heath Hembry, who still has not given up a run. He got the save today. Got the save today. Or I don't know if no. it was technically a save, but he was the last one who pitched. Um, yeah. Sims uh, got, but it's a 5-1 lead, so was it a save? No, it's it was a hold. It's just a, it's just an inning of a baseball, a, a, a spotless inning, yeah. right? Another one, eight, eight, eight appearances with none, with none of that bullshit, right? Um, so you've got him at the back end, CNL Perez, which I mean, he would probably be the one that would go then. So you've got Hembry Amir, uh, after he serves his five game suspension, which that five is better than seven, but you know it's better than five, zero, zero, yeah, the same amount as Javi Maez. Um, it's such bullshit. But he's starting it. It's being the, the clock has started. So, uh, oh god. Okay, Hembry, Hendricks, Doolittle, Lorenzen, Antone, Sims. It's filthy. That's pretty solid. I see like a hole if eventually the wheels fall off of Hembry. But give me a reason to not have you on the team, right? So that's gross. That's a good. That's, that's good. a good bullpen. That is good. You're back to where you felt it in 2020 with your bullpen. Yeah, where you're like, oh, they they, okay, they got it together with Doolittle, who looked good today. He didn't look good yesterday, but he looked good today. And that's dude, what today Sonny went out there and didn't have his stuff at all. Went five and a third, four and a third, four and a third. Yeah, went four and a third. Broke that streak, which is a bummer. Yeah. He went 49 games in a row, or starts in a row, giving up less than, what, six hits? Six hits or less? Yeah. Major League record. Goes back to 2018. August. Which is crazy. Bananas. Was he even a red? No, he was a Yankee. He was a Yankee at the time. So this yeah. spans moves. Mm-hmm. S- salute to Sonny Gray. We love you. But he just didn't have his stuff today, and he gave up one run. Yeah. One run, seven scattered seven hits, one run, and then when Sonny Gray exited the game in the mm-hmm. fourth inning, the Pirates didn't get any more hits. None. You went Antone, went out there and was Antone for an inning and a third. Right. And then you went Doolittle. Yep. Sims, 
two innings. And he was filthy. Two innings, five Ks, or four Ks, complete filth, and uh, and then Hembry. So, yeah, we had four of our uh, four of our bullpen arms go out there, and they tossed a fucking no-no. I you, mean, slammed the damn door. Yeah, and that's what you want to see after them getting fucking shelled yesterday. And then, I don't... We talked about this before we started recording. Let's go ahead and bring it up. Eugenio Suarez. Yes. My man's a third baseman. And he's hitting like he was when he when he was at he's third base. He's on fire, dude. Yeah. He's on fire. He had a two-hit day-to-day. He had a bases-clearing double it, right when we needed it. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think he just feels more comfortable in his own skin at third base. Correct. And so he's, if, okay. not, he's not chasing he's, at yeah, the plate. Exactly. He's not. Or if he does get an outside pitch, he'll just pop it out there to right field. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's where his home run was yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. He went oppo. It's a good sign. I just like him at third base. So here's where it gets so weird, is if he's at third base, mm-hmm. what a carousel. Because Nixon Zell looks great at second base. Yes. Makes you forget about Jonathan India. Yes. Who is you should be excited about, too. I mean, these are good problems to have, but, I mean, the Joey debacle is becoming loud and clear. Yeah. The Joseph Daniel Votto issue, we have been flirting with it for two years. Mm-hmm. Worried about it, looking to the future. What are we going to do when this, that, and that happens? Oh, we'll worry about it when it gets here. It feels here. It, <sighs> especially, especially if you move Gino to sh- third. Here, here's the problem you have here is that before he broke his thumb, he was heating up, and he was. Oh yeah, he was. Joey was uh, was where he is going to be. Right. I like. Yeah, I mean, Joey wasn't having a bad year by any means. No. He was having, you know, I now now I have to pull it up here. I have Joey to was, know. Joey was fighting and getting back up there close to three hundred. Yeah, and after, dro- and dropping fucking taters after being abysmal. Yeah. God. Okay, let me find it. Sorry, I'm gonna look it up. I have to. I have to find it. Okay, here we go. I mean, you got to look at it here. Well, he was, you know, he was hitting. He's he was hitting two twenty six in his, okay, so in his last seven games before before he fucking broke his thumb. He was hitting two seventy three with a three eighty five on base and five forty five slugging, with six ribs, a homer, yeah, six hits and twenty two appearances with three walks, seven strikeouts. That that's 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 that's. That's app. That's doable. That's what you want from Joey. It's serviceable, but man, dude, especially with the article that popped on MLB Today, top five landing places for Trevor Story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the fact. I like and I dislike every day when we post the official lineup. That I want to look at it because I have no idea what it's going to look like. Sure. You don't know what it's going to be. Is Senzel in center? Is Senzel in center? Is he in second base? Is Farmer at short? Is Gino at short? Is Blandino at short? Who's in mm-hmm. Who's in center field? Is, we know who's in right field. We know who's in left field. Who's right. at first base? Is Blandino at first base? Who's catching? Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. these are, like I said, good problems to have, man. But in a hypothetical world, we sign Trevor Story. Or trade for Trevor Story. Sure. And he's your shortstop. Mm-hmm. Gino's your third baseman. Right. Second base is what? Senzel, India. It would be Senzel. It would be Senzel. Mm-hmm. And then your first baseman, dude, it's Mike Moustakis. 
It's Joey Votto. I know, but... Because you trade Mike Moustakis in the package... For a story? For Trevor's story. Even after seeing what they did for Aaron Dotto? That sweetens the pot so you don't have to give up a top five prospect. Yeah, that's true. You give them a major league ready leader for a team that's rebuilding. Yeah. So you give them Moose for two years. They eat the money. They take it on top of maybe a lower couple lower tier prospects. So then they have a major league ready first baseman and second baseman and third baseman. Someone they can move around the field and have flexibility that gives us the flexibility to have Senzel at second every day. Okay, so let's say we or, pa- pass on story. Sure. I, like I said, I think it's fun, and I, li- I like the, the X factor of all these guys who can play in different places. And, so, and thus far, you haven't seen the, the lack of consistency rear its head in any of their play. Right. Aside, perhaps, Gino. Mm-hmm. I think I think Sinzel is happy to be like, yeah, I'll play outfield today. Yeah, I'll play infield today. Yeah. But the way he's playing right now, you do want him in the lineup. Right. And the fact that you have India, who has been as, uh, as bad as he's been at the dish since the middle of April, you kind of either need to let him ride the pine or send him back down. Yeah. Or I, make a hole. I Or make a hole. I feel ride the pine. I don't want to send India back down. The bat's been really bad since the middle of April, but we also know that it's possible because after the first two weeks of the season, he led the league in RBI. <laughs> right. I mean, it sure could be a little flash in the panty, a little fluky, mm-hmm. but also it's like we've we've witnessed it from India. Right. We've witnessed it from India. I don't want to send him back down to the fucking minors. I don't either. I just don't think that sends the right message because I, I think... He earned being He's up a here. big leaguer. Mm-hmm. He earned being up here, man. He did. He made the opening day starting lineup. And yep. he went out there and played his ass off. Right. You get cold, especially when you're that young and new to the league. But, man, the... Move Moose in the package. I, I mean, what would it even deal. take? It would just take Moose in what? One piece? Yeah. Not even a top top 25, top a top 20 in our, in our system. I'd trade Moose before Sinzel. For sure. Done deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't like saying it, but I think that... that I would... Okay, I'd rather trade Moose than fucking bench Joey. Yeah. You know? That's and, and, and like, and, and fuck the... No, like, that is purely my heart talking. Don't... Also, you can't tell a guy you're paying $25 million for the next two years to just... Grab a seat. Yep. And someone who wants to play every day. And someone who doesn't... It's not like some glaring hole you know right i mean he might not go out there and bat fucking 330 with 45 dingers and win an mvp again no but he could hit 275 and hit 30 dingers yeah absolutely fully capable of that zero down my mind yeah and it's still joseph daniel correct and still we, joey damn d and we haven't gotten to the second half of the season when he's on fire the sincel at second base thing is so wonderful because of the shogo situation but <laughs> but then Naquin, I know it's another it's another great problem to have, where Shogo's working in and David Bell came out. And he says like, yeah, he's working back in. He's getting ready to become full time again. So I think that that to me says that the organization is waiting for the wheels to fall off Naquin. Right. But will they? But you have to get a guy that you're paying that type of money to. Not even just that, but someone we have talked about extensively. 
leaving Japan to play baseball in Cincinnati. Big deal. You have to you gotta give work him a him shot. In. You have to give him more than a shot. Yeah. You got to you got to start him. You got to put him in center. You got to rotate him and Naquin out. I mean, Naquin has clearly earned it, and he's oh, mashing. Yeah. Still, still. So that that's just another good problem to have. Do I see? In the next, if 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 Naquin falls off the wagon again, he's caused so many problems. Like we've talked about, like what what do we do when Winker comes back? All right. Well, Winker came back and was like, "Fuck you! I'm playing every day." Yeah, I'm playing every day, and I'm not gonna miss a beat. And I lead the National League in average. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right, and I will be fine. So then you follow it up with now it's him causing problems in center field with Shogo. Right. Hmm. I know. These are much like like we've just repeated fifty times. It could be we're hitting two oh five as a team and everyone sucks. <laughs> yeah, but we're our offense is too good. Yeah, we're like, where do we put these pieces in? Yeah. Is there any world where at the trade deadline, instead of getting story, we go and get an arm? I don't even know what is available, but sure. I guess you wait on Lodolo. I would say that your bull you will you can find bullpen pieces at the in the market. Yeah. I think that that would be a viable option for, you know, a team who's fledgling and still is, has like a top five ERA in their bullpen, like the Giants in 2018. Right. In 2019, that could be a realistic prop, like a way to go about it. We'll just have to see where it continues to shake. Um, but I, I honestly think that you didn't spend money on a shortstop. Right. It is clearly a fucking problem and a black hole in the lineup offensively. Yeah. It's still there. You you will eventually find a way to to lose not having that and defensively up the middle. I mean farmers looked looked above average. For sure he has. But eventually that will catch up to him. Over 162, or however many games he plays, 100, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, there will be a couple hiccups. 100%. So you can't have that be your full-time shortstop. No. So I think you have to go and make that move. Honestly, uh, I still would go after, um, if, if when the bottom falls out of the Royals, if it does, considering they're leading the AL Central. Which, <laughs> so crazy. Who would have thought? Give me Mondesi, man. Yeah. Get, let let your let the let Bobby Witt Jr. get in there and play shortstop. Give me Mondesi. Right. Into that. But that would probably cost an arm and a leg still too. That's why I do love this podcast. And then also just sports in general is just you're so invested. Yep. The 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 moment is the game. Whatever yeah. game that night, evening, day, whatever. Sure. Whatever the fuck you decide to play. <laughs> <laughs> and you look forward to the future a little I just love the full unknown. I mean, we've done this podcast for three years, and it's like, that's the beauty of it, is we have no idea what we'll be talking about next week. None. I just hope that it's that they're winning and still hitting dingers. Yeah, man. We had to win that game today. Yes, we did. If we go in two games under to Colorado, oy vey. Or if we just drop two out of three at Pittsburgh, and now we are one game ahead of them in the standings for last place. If we had Oof. lost today, we would have been a game up out of last place. Which is insane. Which is not where you won't be. Well, we are now in sole possession of third place behind Milwaukee and St. Louis. We're only four games behind. Yeah, keep choking, Cubbies. Keep doing it. Keep I mean, the, the fucking Cardinals are 8-2 and two in their last ten. They've won four in a row. 
they're gross. The bottom's going to fall out. But also, when you look at it, I don't know because they have a plus 28 run differential. Yeah. They're just mashing and pitching well. Yeah, Flaherty leads the league in wins. <sighs> yeah, he's filth. He's filth. That Kim guy's pitching well. Yeah, he is. They're good, man. They're good. Milwaukee's going to be even better when Corbin Burns gets back. Right. So there'll be a real problem. It's going to be a fucking dogfight, man, but I, I think we're firmly in it. I do. And you know where you can get some separation is this week, the rest of the week in Colorado. Four games. Four games. This it- offense in that stadium will be bananas. I mean, score 40 fucking runs. <laughs> yeah. Score 40, dude. Oh, yeah. So that means we have now scored, what was that, 44 after that, and then um, two yesterday, 46, and then five today, 51. We have scored 51 runs against the Pirates so far this year. That's crazy. That's bonkers. So uh, go go out in there and just hit some dingers. Their pitching is – the only good pitcher is Jermon Marquez. I don't know if they, have to, they get to face him this week. I really don't. Let me let me see what I can find if there is any pitching matchups already released because they're playing a doubleheader today, and we do know at this point that there will be with the doubleheader most likely one of these Rockies games is going to be a bullpen day. Yeah, you've got oh lordy, you have Luis going tomorrow. Prove us wrong against Chi Chi Gonzalez. Chi Chi Gonzalez. Chi Chi <laughs> Gonzalez. Love it. Love to see it. Such a fun one. Um, I mean, immediately this is such the, the first the first sentence when I just click on the um, the preview of the game is Gonzalez has struggled with the first batters of innings this year. Sixteen of the thirty his face have reached base. That sounds like a bloodbath. That sounds like a bloodbath. It, Depending on no, no matter who we throw out there. I mean, I like Sinzel in that leadoff spot. I think he stays there for the rest of the year. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, we, you you brought up some of his base running blunders. He still is top five fastest dude in all of Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. He's like a fucking gazelle. So, I have read, I have been told this metric. Yeah, that's why. That's what I was citing. Yeah. F- top five. That's insane. Overall speed. Who was, somebody on the, else on the Reds was like 11th. That was surprising. I forget who it was. Um... But yeah, top five, still crazy. Then and then Friday you've got Miley making his first start since, since the no no since the no no. Uh, Jermaine Marquez. Now, yeah. Let's beat up these fucking zeros. Exactly. Well, that's, Who are these fools? They're only good pitcher. Saturday's the bullpen day because of the doubleheader. So we go first three games. We go Luis, Miley. And then Saturday, you said Mally, it, Mally against their bullpen. Love that, dude. Followed by the one I don't like, Sunday with Jeff Hoffman. Yeah. It's good. yeah. But that could be a 14 to 11 slugfest. Yeah. Walking out, of, walking out of Colorado with three wins would be massive. Yes, it would be huge. It would be huge going coming back home with four against San Francisco, which your NL West leading San Francisco Giants. Who would have thunk, man? Oof. If we go out there and go three and one, what would our record be? If we go out there and we're three and one, then twenty and eighteen. Twenty and eighteen. Let's fucking go. Create some separation between those L's. Yeah, let's go. We got to start it. And then split at home against the Giants, because coming up that weekend, which we will talk about next week, Milwaukee Brewers at home. Huge series. Massive. 
massive series right before Labor Day weekend. That's a huge. That's a huge series. Yeah, that is, is a tone setting. Rest of the season. Rest of the season. Shit. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Exactly. Because I think that's that's the only division division team we hadn't played yet. Think about it. Yeah, we haven't played the Brew Crew. Right. So, I'm excited for that series. I'm excited for the next two weeks. I'm excited to see where the rest of the month goes. Because once you get into June, it's not like do or die or anything. That's that's August. Right. That's that's early August. But yeah, that's, but June is. I don't know. It's a very very long season, but we're I don't know. We're more than thirty games into this bitch. Yeah, thirty four. It's a lot. Almost uh, almost a fourth of the season, right? Come on. Hey, babe. Uh, what's one sixty two divided by four? One sixty two divided by four. I'm thinking. Yeah. Forty. Math, 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 one. Math, math, math. Yeah, that would put us. Yeah. Forty one would put us at the fourth of the way through the season. Yeah. We're inching towards it. The quarter spot, dog. Quarter spot of quarters, quarter, quarterly evaluation. Fucking bye, man. Well, let's suck down the rest of these wings. It's uh, time to go. Yeah, we're about to go rip and open, Mike, dog. Rip and open, Mike. Rip these wings. Film the promo and be done. Um, you can't come tomorrow. <laughs> you can't come tomorrow, baby. You um, slept on it. You the, the, unless you got tickies. It is sold out at High Grain Brewing. We're going to do it again June 10th, so maybe you can uh, luck into those. Maybe. Keep your eyes peeled for that, but yeah, we're about to go, and I'm so excited for that. I'm pumped. It's going to be great. The I'm Beer Garden. Mm, das Beer Garden. Beer Garden. Hell yeah. Only the Germans can find a way to make a beer garden sound threatening. Yeah, right. And it, then you're down there in the post. I'm at the Laughing Post Friday and Saturday night with... Uh, Host Spencer, I feel so bad. Demolke. Demolke. It's a bullshit last name. I fucking hate that. You don't got to remember it. Spencer D. That's what you're going to be. Spencer D. Spencer D. Uh, with me and John Holmes co-headlining. That's fucking rad. Evan Lewis doing a guest, guest spot Friday night. Big fan of that guy. Me too. Lexington and Louisville and Cincy coming together to fudge up Georgetown. That's right. We're coming for your strip mall. Man, that... Oh, Bill. What a day. Yeah. Just found out that the restrictions are getting lifted mm. and we've got full weekends of comedy. Let it rip. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Let's go. Rest on the Sabbath. Come back horny at the hub on Monday. Ooh, you love to see it. Hell yeah. I'm on a show on Friday down in Dayton, Kentucky, which is Sorry Losers, also sold out. Oh, my boss is headlining, Bang. right? Bang, yeah. Yeah, Papa Sneed will be there. Hell yeah. It's going to be good, man. I can't wait. Very exciting stuff. It's going to be very funny to see Clean Sneed and Hannah Roshline on the same lineup. That's going to be wild. Yeah, that, I cannot wait. She texted me this week. I cannot wait. Me too. Sweet lady. Bummer, I'm going to miss it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then uh, where are you Saturday? Saturday, I am uh, headlining the 21st Amendment Tavern in Louisville. That'll be a fun one. 21st in Germantown. And I'm not even kidding. I believe that show is also sold out. <laughs> these Comedy is good right now, dude, baby. these restrictions get lifted, we won't be able to say that shit's sold out anymore. Yeah, exactly. It fucking sucks. Right. Or maybe, who, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're not wrong, friend. So, uh, this was this was a fun one. Thanks to Take Line Podcast. Thanks to the Locker Room app. Thanks to Bet Online. And thank you so much, Kansas City Steaks. Send me meats. Please send him meats. Send meat. Send meats. Send meats. That's literally just the whole promo. Send meats. Send meats. Please send meats. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? 
this was a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, cheers, man. And as always, go red legs. And stay nasty. Obese polys. Oh. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.